When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What an abysmal performance from top to bottom. Let's waste no more time. Join us live. Sammy, star me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Welcome back, uh, Titans fans. As you're joining us live, and um, there's really not much good to say, so let's dive right into it. Jarrett, just dissect us top to bottom. Well, first, actually, let's bring in our counterpart, Salvatore from Milwaukee's airport shout out sal he might want to stay there and stay in witness protection we don't know if he can show us back in jersey after that performance we might need to hide our boy out there sal what'd you think bud um well i don't want to say anything too crazy about our quarterback that might get me in some hot water about what i hope his future holds but um, the bottom and you're about line to get is, on an airplane, and you're about to get on an airplane. Don't want to say about disparaging, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't need any bad karma from the man upstairs. But uh, bottom line is, Ryan Tannehill is never, ever going to win you a game when you need it the most. He's never going to be the sole reason you win a game. We've known this over and over again. I, I'm sorry, Jared, you still have some false hope in him. I, I don't know yet, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, the bottom line is, it's time for Malik. Uh, guess what, guys? I know the protection sucked. I already put it in my post game. I know it sucked. But when you have a horrible offensive line, you know what you need. You need a guy who can move. You need a guy that the defensive line can respect. And then that's how it kind of loosens things up. Loosen things up. And we have easily the worst quarterback, starting quarterback in the AFC South. Now it's obviously, I think it's cut and dry. Uh, and yeah, the offensive line sucks. But uh, when does it end? How many excuses are we going to keep making for this fucking guy? I'm done with it. How many? How many? Jarrett, Ben, tell me. It's sad to be honest with you with the whole thing because you can't put the whole blame on Tannehill. Yeah, it was horrible. He was 13 to 25 at 104 yards, just like he was in, in post uh, playoffs and everything like that. But Tim Kelly needs to scheme up these plays for the short pass game. Like I said, roll the pocket out for him. Dink and dunk. Don't let him sit in the pocket like a pinball for five seconds. We don't have five seconds to throw the football. He's got a hitch, five yard out, five yard dig. A little slants. Where is that? They're they're he, they're taking deep shots all the time. We love the deep shots. I I, I mean we, we're just not that type of offense right now with the protection that we have. 
So, I mean, I, I made a post about uh, our offensive line where Dilliard is a swinging door, and he's proven to be almost as bad as Dennis Daly. I mean, it, it, he's been absolutely horrible. I don't know how you don't give him more help on the left-hand side, but Miles Garrett, I mean, you can't chip the guy. you got to double-team him. Mean, you might not even be able to double-team Miles Garrett because obviously we've seen he had three-and-a-half sacks today. But I'm done with it. If, if we're calling for people's heads, I'm starting with him first. Put Skaronsky at left tackle. Put Ray Dunes at left guard. Leave Ray Dunes there. See what that brings you and see how the protection goes for Tannehill moving forward. But I am out on, on the left tackle. But as far as the offense, it's so stale. Seven, uh, no, three three um, touchdowns in three games and all in one game when Vinny was there in Nashville. It's unacceptable. It's disgusting in my opinion. Something's got to change. No, absolutely. I mean, Jared, I don't think you and I could have mushed the Titans any more than we did on uh, Thursday night talking about how we thought – you know, let's let's not let this be the game that Deshaun Watson yeah. back to life a little bit. You know, let's keep the foot on the gas. We took a step forward with the offensive line last week and the play calling, and we did nothing but build on it this week. We took not only one step back, multiple steps back, and it looked anemic in every which way. And I'm and I'm with you, Sal. I was saying it towards the end of the game. Put him a week. Let's see what we got because I mean, there's no way he gives you. Less of a chance to win than Ryan Tannehill at this point. It's clear that that offensive line is struggling. They haven't gelled at all. Last week was a flash in the pan. I'm I'm with you, Jared. Bench Dillard. Put Skaronsky out there. Keep Dunes a left guard. And who knows what we have when MPF comes back, if we can fit him in the mix. But this line looks bad. And if your line is going to continue to look bad, you need a mobile quarterback to try to help you out a little bit. It's plain and simple. And we've benched Mariota for less than I think does has has done you know and and Mariota was our guy from the jump and won us a playoff game you know really did things in that game that he we won us a playoff game yeah that we will remember as Titans fans forever the 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 pass to himself I mean I remember that forever we won that game you know we the thought we pass. exactly and and granted we gave up on him and his time was up here but we've give we gave up on him way he showed us way less to give up on than Ryan Tannehill showed us at this point and not that I'm bringing that up out of thin air, but, like, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? It, it's looked abysmal top to bottom. And, you know, I hate to bring this up. Might as well. I think 22 looked a step or two yes. lower than yes. I think Titans fans might He, is, he is getting hit in the backfield. But let, let, he I'm is, not I'm – not, he, he, looks, he looks sluggish. I'm not going to lie. You, he that, did. That, he'll usually avoid that with the stiff arm and a quick high step where you can't grab his ankles and his arms so long. Now he looks yep. like it's it's now a possible play for a defensive lineman to make. And I hate to bring that up. Listen, we're, we seem like we're jumping off a cliff right now because of what happened. Not that it's not for good reason, but – I we mean, almost should look, start because it's starting to look really bad. 94 it, total it, it yards. Could, no, look, you know what? It's because it looks like this could get way worse before it gets better. Of course. And let me tell you something else. Mike Vrabel needs to be held accountable. I'm tired of this guy always getting off uh, of the list of people that should be in the doghouse because he won coach of the year and this, that, and the other thing. This is eight of nine. Or no, I'm sorry. This is nine of ten nine games. Of ten. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Nine to ten games he's lost. And and the yeah. fact that, that that everyone wants to keep making excuses for Tannehill. Everyone wants to make keep making excuses for, for Vrabel. Uh, it was clear as day that, that Tajay Spears was the better option if you were going to continue to keep running the ball. And they just they're they're constantly stubborn over and over and over again, and it's just so frustrating to watch. And uh, this isn't us jumping off a cliff, guys. Guys, we've lost nine of ten. Yeah, What's jumping off a cliff? It's all it's all this facts. We're just being cliff. we're being realistic that there's a problem right now, and it's, it starts yeah. with the offense. We'll, we'll get to the defense right now. But Luke, I totally agree with you. It's uh, Luke uh, made a comment on YouTube, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe and uh, share the show. It was uh, Tannehill, Jared, the dude's statue in the pocket. Even when he had time, he took sacks. I I understand that, but you know what? It it, it comes down to Tim Kelly using the the dink and dunk passing, rolling the pocket, not letting him stand in the pocket. Yes, it's Ryan Tannehill's job, throw the ball away. I, I 100% agree with you, Luke. But still, it, they have to scheme up something. They know that front was coming. They know it was coming. They just couldn't stop it. And wait, guys, yeah. how many how many weeks? You guys want Caleb Williams? You guys want the kid from North Carolina? Well, guess what? If we continue, we're, we're, we're not going to – we're going to see what Levis and Malik have. We, there's no, they're not going to draft these guys for no fucking reason. The, the longer we wait, I've, we've all said this. The longer we wait, the the worse off we're going to be. We're going to run. We're not going to have a chance to get, to get into the probably the best quarterback draft of the last decade if we continue to play this guy to the end of the season. Obviously, he's a total fucking mess. We're lucky if we win eight games, seven games with this guy. And then next year, we're going to see what Malik or Levis has. And then if that doesn't work out, we're going to wait another year for a draft. I mean, it's, what's the point? We've got two. We got an old GM that drafted a quarterback and a new GM that drafted a quarterback. What is the point of drafting these guys if we're going to continue to let this 30-something-year-old freaking guy who's off his rocker continue to lose us games or help us lose games? It's ridiculous. I mean, listen, guys. Teams have teams have bad days with their own line. If you're a, if a, if you're an above average quarterback, you make it work. If you're an above average offensive coordinator, you figure ways to get guys to the ball. Short passes. Every team in the league does it, but we can't do it. Cleveland's offensive line isn't that great, but Watson had a great game. You know why? Because he knows how to run. He knows how to dink and dunk, and he knows how to make big plays. Our guy does not. Even when the protection's great, he misses guys all over the field. But everyone wants to give him a pass because he let Derrick Henry take us to the AFC Championship game fucking four years ago. I'm done with it. I'm over it. It's done, guys. Jarrett, I want to know your percentage Let's, before I get off. You'll get my percentage, but you got to. I'm watching a Colt game right now. I think they just. That doesn't matter. Just, Dude, Gardner Minshew is yes. so much better than Tannehill. It's not even funny. As, as of right now, but let's not. Let's not. Uh, we're we're going to fault him a lot, okay, here. But. His receivers didn't help. Chig, we thought he was going to be yeah. a, a top five wide yeah. uh, tight end this year. Not he hasn't Harold done. He's done Ugas. He's done Ugas the last three games. Traylon Burks, Traylon Burks dropping passes left and right. That's not yep. helping your quarterback either to win that. games. Extending yeah. drives. 
And where's Chris Moore? More of Chris Moore. Oh, we seen him uh, last week catch a long bomb. We seen him uh, today catch another long bomb. Where is more of that? Spread the ball out a little bit. I, I I just don't get it anymore. I don't get it, and it's frustrating. Nine of ten guys. We can be upset as fans. We buy jerseys and plaques, just like Vinny said last week. We can be upset. We want wins. We want wins. And my percentage right now, Sal, I'm at thirty five percent right now. There's Good. still hope. There's Good. still hope for me right now. There's still Good. hope for me for everything to turn around. But We're like still I said, about thirty percent. As of part. today, as of today, ninety four yards. I don't care what anybody says. Come on alive. Let, let, let's talk, guys. We're going to keep posting these comments. 94 yards is unacceptable. Unacceptable. At, at, well, for a whole week of game planning. So Jarrett, before the show, everyone, was at 45%, and he just dropped 10%. So now yeah. he's down to 35 in the last 10 minutes and 42 seconds. I'm so sweating over he, here. He could be down to about 25% by tomorrow morning. But you know what's frustrating is because before, even though when we struggled – it seemed like we still had an identity, you know, a team that was going to try to run down your throat 30 times a game and play hard-nosed defense. Now it looks like we really don't have an identity. We don't know what we want to do. Do we want to still run the ball with Henry, or do we want to run it with Tajay or 50-50 split? Or do we want to throw the ball 30 times a game? And then where's your, you know, who, who are you throwing it to? You know, your second-year guy who seems to be a little unreliable at the moment. I mean, the only one they've targeted is DeAndre Hopkins, and that's – fine and dandy but it's not you know resulting in anything so i i don't know i think it's offense it struggled to find an identity and it showed i mean last week's performance was an outlier in my opinion and that's because the chargers defense if you look at them today as well letting up points so i mean it, it's Their defense it, is a joke yeah so i mean listen it's it's a team it's, it's also a team that has no identity because if this continues like this offensively, our defense will start to look worse and worse and worse. Well, when they failed, today. Yeah, but but to be honest, we had that that turnover in their uh in their side on their side of the field in the red zone early. We didn't capitalize, we didn't capitalize before yep. halftime. We didn't capitalize at all in the second half. I mean, we could have we had we had opportunities to score points. I can't stress this enough. Brable has to be held accountable. You think Bill Belichick's letting Taniel continue to play? Even Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin let Trubisky have, like, one or two bad games and he put Pickett in the game. Like, it, this is just such a joke. It's such a joke that everyone wants to just tiptoe around it. We've lost 9 of 10. This is this is ridiculous that this guy keeps getting a pass because he won coach the talent, of the year two the years ago. That we, the talent we have on this on this team right now, there's no reason that we should be we have lost 9 of 10. There's no way I don't care what anybody says. There's so much talent on this roster. There's no way in hell that we should be one and two and then, or and even then, nine nine of wait, ten. To, to put Malik in to hand the ball off to that end game. I didn't even know they did that because I shut it off. What a joke. What a joke! What an embarrassment! That that's just a, just a, a slap in the face to all of us. You're gonna play Tannehill the second to last drive of the game when we're down twenty fucking four with no time, and then at the very last with a minute left, you put Malik in to hand the ball off to Henry. Get out of here, man! Get out of here! That's a joke, an absolute joke. They're spitting in our face every single week. They allow this guy to go under center, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'd rather lose every game. The rest of the year with Malik and or Levis to find out what they got and then go get freaking Caleb or, or whoever is available out of the top five that are probably day one starters in this next draft. It's just a joke, guys. Anyone who keeps defending this guy is just is just I don't know. This oh. just doesn't care about winning. That's just, just, just when there's, just when like there's no guy. points on the board. When there's no points on the board uh, in 
football points. I mean, touchdowns in two of the first three games. It's very hard argument. That's what I'm saying. I would love people to come up and, and, and try to defend all this because we've had three touchdowns in three games, and they were all in one game. Our offense does look anemic right now. 94 yards is not cutting it, like I said. It, it, it's, it's bad all the way around. People are and dropping the, this, balls. It, it doesn't look cohesiveness at all. This no, after today, no. Guys. This, I mean, the look, pass look, rush look, is there, but the secondary is hot garbage. Look at the po- look at the hot points garbage. we're giving up, dude. It's a, it's an illusion how good this defense is. Do they have potential to be great? Yes. Does it help that they're constantly on the field? Of course, it's a big p- part of the reason why they're struggling. But the bottom line is they're not getting any pressure. Where's Harold Landry? Like I said, and that what forty million we're giving him. Where the hell is he? Where the hell is he? Where's his pass rush? This old line was getting picked apart last week. And we couldn't really do anything now, is it because Watson's very good and he can get out of a sack? Maybe. But, I mean, the, 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 this elite defense talk needs to stop, and I'll be the first one to admit that I was wrong. And, you know, people say I don't like to do that. I do that all the time. Not elite. This team from top to bottom, like you said, Vin, is a joke. And um, it starts at Rabel, and I'm going to harp on that all week. You're the coach of the year. Figure it out. Get your guys right. Talk to your coaches. Make it work. This is unacceptable. This is a Bill Belichick guy should not be allowing this to happen. Absolutely not. Speaking of defense, real quick, before Vin, I know you, I know you want to chomp at this, but second and 26, second in California, I said it was, and you let up a huge PI. How do you let that happen? No discipline. How do you let that happen? Exactly. There's zero discipline. You know they're going to take a shot to try to get some yards out of that. Christian Fulton has been the soft-tish guy. I'm sorry. Like Vin said at the beginning of the year, I don't I don't care if he gets traded at the trade deadline because he has not been on the field. He's he's been um he's not held accountable either because he's been uh penalties left and right and he can't cover nobody. It, it, it's it's as bad as it sounds. He is a liability right now, and so is our whole secondary because we just got torched. He was almost perfect, 27 to 33, 290 yards, two touchdowns. We talked about it last week on the podcast. We cannot let Deshaun Watson um, spark and, and take off, and this was his spark game for us. Okay, The tackling oh, was atrocious. It. The tackling was atrocious all day. Could have had multiple sacks. He, he eluded them. We're not wrapping up. It's just everything is a mess, and, and it's scary at this point in time that we, we have to go home to the Bengals next week too. With or without yeah. Joe Burrow, I don't care. And we're gonna we're gonna expect the place to be filled. That's fucking comical. It'll be filled comical. with a lot of uh, a lot of Bengals fans. I mean, listen, I, the, the defense was bad. I'm not gonna be as reactionary maybe as you two. I think this defense still has top five potential. We forced potential. a turnover. Yes. We, we we forced a turnover early. We didn't capitalize on it. We had our moments to really put points on the board and stay in the game. You would think a little bit, or maybe not get. Let it get as far away from us as possible. I'll give them not a pass, but it seems like they kind of, um, you know, lost their juice around, you know, the third quarter when, you know, it it was visible that our offense wasn't going to do anything to help out the defense. So we'll see what they look like next week. I'm not out on them by any means, but Sal, I do agree with uh, Landry. He's been, aside from week one, really not that, you know, anything to look at. Still coming off the ACL, so we'll see. I don't know. But as far as the secondary, yeah. It is troublesome. Um, you get shade, you get flashes from kind of everybody. Murphy Bunting had a nice play today. McCreary will make a nice play now and again. Um, they're, you mid. Know. they're mid, man. You know. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. They're mid. Full and I've been done with for a while. But yeah, no, Sal, listen, you said this at the beginning of the, in the preseason, this, this, this secondary has the chance to be top tier or bottom tier. And right now they're really not looking, you know, like anything worthwhile. And it is worrisome. Good thing this division still kind of sucks. Not and I before you guys freak out and you're going to say, "Oh, what we're going to do? Get a home playoff game?" It's a joke. I know we're I not. Still be- want it, Vin. We're not. We're still not, want it. We're not beating anybody. I mean, the fucking Dolphins. I just saw on my phone. Of seventy. So points. seventy points. Seventy points. It Wait, would take was, us three seasons. A score. It would take us. That's three really. Seasons. That's the real. They put up seventy seven, points. Seventy to twenty. The score is right. Seventy now. to twenty. It would. It, 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 it's going to take us Denver. to week. 12. It's going to take oh us to week 12 God. to reach 70 points. I week mean, what do we have right now? Next year. 45 points. I mean, come on. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So we're not competing with anyone in the AFC. I'd still love to win the division just so Jags fans and Colts fans could, you know, relax a little bit, especially Jags fans thinking they won, you know, the Super Bowl for the next three yeah. years. After Watch out for Houston. After they won a division last year. Listen, Indianapolis looks like they're keeping their head above water. I mean, even if they lose today, the whole division will be one and two. Um, if they lose, and we'll see w- w- what happens next week, how we rebound from this. But it looked very, very, very bad. I mean, Burks, I wanted to touch on that more. Dropping those two passes, that yeah. was ugly. Um, it was just top to bottom. There was nothing really. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is the only bright spot in its sack because he's proved to still be a talented receiver. It's just he's surround- surrounded by a bunch of fucking idiots. Excuse my what language. But, I mean, I don't know if he's regretting his decision, but dare I say should You don't get- think? There, no, no. Dare I say, it gets ugly. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that we're two and six at at the at the at the halfway point of the season. The answer to the question do, is yes. Do we trade everybody, Henry uh, Fulton? Uh, no, no. Fulton, what would you think? Yes. What do you think? My question was: Do you look at trade moving all these pieces for all the draft capital you can get? And then be bad for a year and hope to pick. I mean, I really don't want to talk about this right now because I hope it doesn't get to that point. Because then, then I just if that's bring the case, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a head case at that point if we're two and six. Quarterback change at two and six, absolutely. I'll give I'll give you on that. I'll be I'll be 100 out on it. Okay, uh, let me uh, ask, let me tell you. Would I would I trade Derrick Henry this second for a above average left tackle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean, doesn't take. A, I still love the guy. Still, all time favorite, one of my all time favorite players. But would I trade him for a good uh, above average left tackle? And, today? and, it's, and it's not absolutely. Even, and it's not even Sal. And I know you know because yeah, it looks like he lost a step. But that's not really the reason. The reason, right. the reason is this team doesn't look like we are winning anything in December or January. So why even you know keep him on this team and 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 waste him? You might as well try to get some draft capital if you can pick up. You know, a second or third round pick. I don't know what you're going to get him for at this point in his career. You know, he's on year eight, but you can get something for him. Not that I'm advocating a trade, I'm not. But if it gets ugly, and listen, our schedule. You know, who do we have next week? We have Cincy next week. We have Baltimore after that. We could no, be. I got the Colts. Colts then Baltimore. Colts then yeah, Baltimore. Colts just won, by the way. Who was Did high on Minshew for the last? Who was high on Minshew for the last two freaking years? And look what he's doing. He went to Baltimore. He went to Baltimore, taking over for a top five pick, and he just beat beat the Baltimore Ravens on the road. That guy has swag. That guy has confidence. You see him with his dad. I've been talking about him for months. I wanted them to get him two years ago from Jacksonville, and look what he's doing. All these people who tell me I don't know how what what a good quarterback looks like. 
it's just, it's pathetic. My phone's going to die, so I'm going to let you two take over. But I'm sick to my stomach. All week, I'm going to continue to repeat over and over. Vrabel needs to be held accountable right now. We're going to find out what Rand Carton's made of real quick. This fan base is going from top to the basement in a freaking blink of an eye, and we're going to see what he's really made of. So I'm going to I'm gonna check out, guys. I'll talk to you later, and uh, I know you two are going to kill it for the rest of the show, but uh, I'll catch you guys on the flip. Safe, Safe flight, flight, brother. All right, guys. Peace out. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'll give Sal credit there. I mean, he had to hang up. But Minshew, you know, he's he's got more gadgets than maybe I thought initially. Yeah. I still don't think he's anything special. You're not going to, you know – do anything over the top with him, but he's a you know he's a bottom tier guy. He could probably start on a lot of teams. I know he could probably start on ours at the moment, and that's nothing against him, man. It's just the fact that he's old. He came off an injury riddled season. He's shown signs of slowing down the last few years. We've continued to do nothing to help him out on the offensive line, trading the best receiver in franchise history. Just pieces in and out of that offense the last few years where he's had no chance really to build solid chemistry like he was with A.J. Brown when he was here the last few years. I mean, Traylon, Chig, Corey Davis. I mean, there's no one really that, that you know, was worrying you as an opposing defense. You know what I mean? Outside of A.J. Brown and we traded him. So we've done nothing to help him out, but that doesn't change the fact that he's over the hill visibly, I think. I think we need to throw Malik in there, see what he's got for five games, six games. And if you feel like he's got a chance to be your future, roll with him. If not, well, then you throw Levis in there week eight, week nine. Give him an eight, nine-week sample size. You know, since that's really the front office's guy this year, give Malik a month to see what he could do. If not, throw in Levis. And if it gets really ugly, like I alluded to earlier, which it could, not that I want that, because we haven't had a year like that in a long time. We've been relevant for five, six, seven years now. We don't want to go back to those 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 days of, of you know just misery. But if you have to sacrifice it for a year to maybe get one of these top guys with team that has young talent on it, then you know we'll see. But I don't want to get too too uh, ahead of myself because you know very well next week we could win that game. And yeah, but still, you yeah. you want to ride this roller coaster? Or you want consistency? No, I don't. No, I don't, no, don't want to get shit house and then win uh, in overtime. Get shit house. Right, let, me win. let me ask you this. Let's say we're two and four after six weeks. That means we'll say we beat Indianapolis. We lose to Baltimore. We lose to Cincy. We're two and four after six weeks. What's your move? Saying and no, no. Let me finish because I know you're going to say depending on the division. Say we're a game or two back. You know what I mean? Say. The Jags are three and four, or they're three and three. You know what I mean? Say there's a couple teams that are three and three, and we're two and four. You know what I mean? What's your move then? And if Tannehill, and like you said, each week it's 14 points, 17 points, you know, an inconsistent offense, and you're two and four. How do you, how do you not move on at that point? If it's inconsistent, like I said, and, not, and we're going to see 94 yards and 150 yards and all this stuff, absolutely you have to make the move because it's the final year of his contract. We have to see what we have because if, if the other two that are sitting there, which I don't I, – I mean, I can get uh, um, crucified on here, but I don't I don't see any of those two as, as the future either. I didn't like Lee coming out. Well, I, didn't, I didn't like Willis coming out, but I, I have to support them because they're on the quarterback. So, yeah, if they're in the game, take me to a Super Bowl. 
Take me to a well, Super Bowl. What I'm saying is, you know, even though Willis might might not be the guy, Levis is going to get his fair shot because Rand Carthon's not going here, no matter even for awful this year and probably next year. So we're probably going to see what we have in Will Levis at a certain point before we figure that out, whether he's the guy or not. But why not find out sooner rather than later? I mean, bench Tannehill, start Malik, give him four or five games. If he looks competent, keep him in there. He can still be alive in the division. If not, if you're struggling and if the division seems even more and more of a, you know, f- further from us than closer to us a- after nine, 10 weeks, then roll with Levis and see what you got. And if it's really bad, well, then hopefully you set yourself up to maybe make a move in this year's draft. But I don't see the point in keeping Tannehill in there, really. I mean, he looks statuesque. You're not doing anything to help him out with the play calling. Like you said, quick plays, bubble screens, hitches, five and ins, five and outs, nothing really um, to help get the ball out of his hands fast. And if he doesn't, it almost seems like he's frantic. He's like looking behind him almost. Like he's looking to bump into somebody. And like you said, he's a pinball. He just Yeah, but you got to you got to you got to feel for the guy too because yeah. he's getting rushed every goddamn play from the left-hand side. I mean, he, he and no one's open. I mean, you have to feel for him a little bit. That's why I still have a little bit of faith left. Let's throw some comments over here guys on YouTube. What do, uh what are they saying about the quarterback situation? Uh Phil says Vrabel can win coach of the year because the narrative and the injury is the year. Vrabel is a great strategic coach, but the truth is nobody wants to admit it. What's your take on Evan? Yeah, I mean, listen, I think there, there's reason for, for people criticizing him at this point. We've lost nine out of ten. Um, you know, we were in position maybe to win the division last year, but we didn't. This year we've looked bad, and it's time that he, I think, even st- – you know, admits that, like, listen, this is partly on me. We've struggled for a while now, and I need to take some blame. As far as him not being, you know, I think he's a great leader. I think the players respect him. Um, strategy, yeah, it does frustrate you sometimes. Like, I would have even kicked the field goal on third down to go down 13 6. Absolutely. You're down touchdown. You get the ball half. Because you, know, you know, with this line and the way that Dillard was getting killed, that there was the potential he could have got sacked there. So, why even risk that? Go down a t- one possession. Get the ball in the second half and see what happens. And then week one with not going for it on fourth down. Yeah, I could see where that could be a fair statement. Um, but I would just like him to step up and take some responsibility. Not even him saying anything, but show us something. So you know what? Ryan's done great things for this organization. We need to see what we have in our younger guys. That's that. You know what I mean? Make your move. Make a, a bold move to, um you know, show us that you're doing something to change a little bit instead of, you know, kind of being not to use the word, you know, stubborn, but kind of stubborn. Like, why haven't we made a move with the quarterback? Why haven't, you know, I, I don't know. But will he? We'll see. I don't know. I still like him as a head coach. I think this team has been injury riddled the past few years. We've had incompetent coordinators on the offensive side. And, um, you know, but again, that's something that he could really voice his opinion on to get the guys he wants in, you know, here. But I don't want to keep going on and on. So is there any other comments before we get off here? Cause I'm a, talking about this team for a half hours. Uh, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if they deserve that. At least Malik can roll out of the pocket to extend plays. Tyna Hill can't move anymore. Dillard is not who we thought he was. Stop with the spread offense. The line can't hold up from Stanley Wilson. I couldn't agree with you more, buddy. I mean, yeah, but, but they need to try. I, I, I agree with them a little bit, but they still you need know, to I just, in the pocket. It's just over, man. It's just over. I mean, come on, Jared. You know, if we would have 
could have won with him, we would have done it by now. Oh, if I know, is, I know, but I'm saying this is as good as you're going to see out of him. And listen, throw, throw him. Jared, you've said you don't think either of these guys is it. Well, you're going to have to find out. And the of only course. reason you can find out is if you play him. So I, you got to put Malik in there, give him a month, put then put uh, Levis in there and see what he's got, you know. But like it, it's it's over with Tannehill. But yeah, this this fan base is totally split down the middle. It's either you love her or hate him right now. And there's the the people, the couple people. That not, are in I between. don't even have to love him or hate him. You got to be realistic about it. Well, I that's think. what I'm saying. Some some of the fans don't uh, don't want to come to terms with being realistic here because the, the proof is out there. Yeah, we're, we're the podcast that, that tries to get some heat. We're the podcast yeah. that tries to get some heat because we're just telling it the way it is. Subpar and mid, like you like you tweeted before, it's not good with the talent that we have on this roster. We should be winning, and no. we're not putting up points. I agree. How are we not doing that? I mean, I mean that's the thing, and people are going to say, oh, how can you watch this? Ryan Tannehill had no time to throw the ball. He can't get out of his way. We couldn't run the ball. He was getting hit behind. The offensive line sucks. Yeah, you're right. The offensive line does suck, but you know what? So does the quarterback, and so does everybody on the offense. All 11 guys you have to hold accountable. The wide receivers drop passes. Ryan Tannehill couldn't get out of the way. Our offensive line couldn't block, and our running running backs could not do anything either. So everybody, the whole offense is to blame. So what do we do as fans? What do we do? That's what I'm saying. So yeah, we're, know, we're, we, 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 we can like, say these things. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I think where the frustration lies is that it seems like we refuse to change, and that's why the results don't change because the last nine, ten weeks – We've been stubborn in our ways with trying to run, you know, this vanilla offense with a team that just can't at the quarterback who's over the hill with an offensive line that's mediocre. We're expecting it to change. Well, it's not going to change if you, if you don't change. You don't got to change the personnel, change the quarterback, figure it out on the offensive line. I mean, trading A.J. Brown is going to go down. It's probably one of the biggest mistakes in the history of this franchise. Um, you know, but you got to be able to make up for it. Traylon Burks has shown – Tiny flashes. That's it. Every once in a while, he has a big play, but it looks like his hands continue to be an issue. Um, I don't know. So, but the the, the front office, the coaching staff, has done nothing to really show that they're going to change their ways. You know what I mean? And in the style in which they play, and I think it starts with the offensive line and the quarterback. And you know, I just think Tannehill's done, man. Thankful for what he did. Time to move on. I mean, he's making $34 million this year. Does he look like a quarterback who deserves to be making $34 million this year? If you told me you were paying and when you pay Andy Dalton to be a backup, then sure. But to be your starter and expect him to compete with the likes of the Dolphins and the Chargers and the Chiefs and the Bills and whoever else I'm forgetting, uh, I mean, and the Bengals, you know, it's just, it's not possible. So let's see what we got in our younger guys. Like Sal said, and I've alluded to before, you took a guy in the third round last year and the second round this year. What's the point of taking him if you're not going to play him, especially when the play on the field from the guys you're getting right now isn't up to snub. So make your move. Uh, do it now, and let's see what we got. Um, let's throw another comment up there before we can uh, enjoy these 4 o'clock games. Or is there anything else? I want Kale Williams. I'm losing out to get him. Yeah, well <laughs> – I mean, listen, if it gets to that point, then sure, but don't count on it. I think, you know, this team, we can't do much right, so I don't think we can do getting the number one pick right either. We'll win six or seven games and get the sixth pick, something like that. You know what I mean? Eighth pick, ninth pick, but this team can't do much right, probably including getting the number one overall pick. But I wouldn't be – if it gets ugly enough, then I would not care really, to be honest. You know, if that can get us Caleb Williams, shit. Woo! Or Drake May. <laughs> 
You know, especially K. Williams. I mean, he's up to – I looked at his stats this morning. 15 touchdowns and 1,200 yards with no interceptions. It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. But other than that, do you have anything else you want to say, Jared, besides that you're now 35? Has it gone down at all since you said 35%? We'll, t- we'll see on Tuesday when we film for Wednesday's show. But right now I'm, st- I'm still sitting at 35% by the time you guys get to my house. I'm at, a, I'm at about a half of 1%. So, point – zero five percent in on kind of hill you know all right well there's still hope so you're saying there's a chance we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see we'll see about yeah. that but uh yeah. let, let's not forget the defense like i said we touched on it a little bit we'll, we'll touch more on on our tuesday night uh when we record uh the defense is, is no scapegoat here uh i tweeted there our secondary is hot trash and it was they looked um abysmal uh the communication um, throughout the whole game, they were just getting torched by uh, Cooper, one of the best receivers, one of the best receivers in the league. But um, still, that's we thought we had something with, with Fulton. Clearly, um, he, he's he's phased uh, fizzed out of the I thing. Uh, Murphy, Bunting, Murphy Bunting's not bad. I would see if I can get a fourth round pick for for Christian Fulton at, at this point tomorrow. I would like to see how many times he was targeted and how many catches and everything like that. So those stats are be coming out probably soon um, by the, uh, the Tennessee uh, reporter. Hey, let's we'll see. see. What's his name wants to play? The kid we drafted with the the, um, the broken back from Virginia yeah. Tech. The ACL. Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley. Caleb. Yeah, we know he's back from what he went through personally, and I I'm hope he's all right as as a human being. But heck, let's see what he could if he could play. If he's in the right mental. If he's in the right mental space and he's in shape, shit, throw him in yeah. there. Why not? Why not? Can't get any worse. Exactly. Yeah, can't, can't get, get any worse. worse. Yeah, let's see if he can play receiver. Let's see if we can get help anywhere we can get because it's looking few and far between for this Titans team nowadays. But um, other than that, I don't have much else to say. We'll see in a few short days for the next uh, episode. Next we'll- next live will be at my house for a Titans watch party. Right. So all three of us yep. will be live from the couch breaking down yep. the – Hopefully a win in Nashville against the Cincinnati Bengals. So yeah. let's pray that we uh, go two and two and have a positive week, guys. Hopefully it's with Malik Willis too. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I'm at that point in my life right now. It's sad. <laughs> I'm at that point in my life, but hey, uh, I'm looking forward to next week, and we'll have a see in a couple of days for the next show. And um, I guess sure, tighten up, Sammy. Send me <laughs> out. <laughs> And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.